We're recording. Hey, everyone. Welcome back to, oh my gosh, I almost forgot the name of our podcast, Quality Matters. Oh my gosh. <laughs> oh. Welcome back to Quality Matters. I'm your host, this Darcy Chambers. I'm Kyle Chambers. What is your title? I always introduce myself as the hostess. I don't even call you my co-host. You're just here. I'm just Kyle. I'm just here. You know, whatever. <laughs> so I really wish you guys could see the behind the scenes of Kyle getting ready. Um, much like our videos, <laughs> it's really humorous. He's very particular about things, which is funny. So I have to sit here and sit there and move this and do that before oh, yeah, I get started. Oh, took probably 10 minutes. You ready? Know. Maybe 15? Oh, no. Well, a little bit. Okay. So, um, In today's global economy, quality matters. Benjamin Franklin once quipped, the bitterness of poor quality remains long after the sweetness of low price is forgotten. Quality Matters is here to talk about all things quality. So whether you're looking to improve your business, getting ready for an audit, or dealing with failed inspections, tune in, check us out, then get back to doing work that matters. This week I stumbled across an article. Oh man, I can't even remember where I found it from. Business Insider. And I've got my monitors pulled up here for my cheat sheets. <laughs> um, about a CEO that still believes in the human element. Mm -hmm. And as silly as it sounds, I feel like it's something that most managers have lost and forgotten about. I think so, especially because everything's electronic. I mean, I'm a computer guy, but by, by trade, that's you know. But uh, everything's electronic. Everything's digital. We 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 text. We email. We video chat. Heck, you're listening to me talking a podcast. Um, so much of our communication is just horribly um, impersonal. I agree, and so many managers and CEOs and. You know, I'm thinking even like fast food restaurants and retail, it, what are you looking at? Maybe I'll edit that out. Maybe not. Okay. Sorry. <laughs> okay. So I'm thinking fast food restaurants <laughs> and retail on up to business and corporate mm -hmm. type situations. It, it's so much about the bottom dollar and making a profit mm -hmm. and, um, Yes, you have to do X, Y, Z to get there, but you also have to have the people to do X, Y, Z to get there. And I don't even want to say that it's, I mean, it, don't get me wrong, the uh, the overemphasis we have on the dollar can oftentimes be a problem, but it's so much easier to overemphasize the dollar today than I think it was even 10 years ago because we have so many stinking reports and metrics and instantaneous data. I mean, you used to have to have the guy like me, it used to be part of my job, to go do all the crazy pivot tables and download the data from the 10 different sources and I'd take two or three days to analyze the data. Heck, you can pay 50 bucks for a service that'll do that for you on a monthly basis and you don't need me anymore even so we've got to consider the people that are helping you to make that bottom oh, yeah. dollar oh yeah and so i came across this article it is about a ceo and his name is so fun to say it's <laughs> sheldon yellen yellen yes sheldon yellen is his name i keep looking to see if i've got it right because it's so fun and he's the ceo of belfour holdings which is a disaster relief property restoration company. Okay. So he writes each one of his employees a birthday card. Oh, that's cool. Every year. That's cool. 
How many employees do you think he has? I don't know if he does it every year. I mean, a hundred would be difficult to keep up with. Nine thousand two hundred. Woo! And he handwrites them. Handwrites. Handwrites a birthday card for all of them. Um, so I read through this article because I thought that was interesting. I mean, I have said a number of times to Kyle, like, hey, I want to go get some cards and just send five or seven out every mm-hmm. month just to friends. Not their birthdays because I'm not organized and I can barely remember my kids' birthdays. And that's a terrible excuse, especially if you're C. I mean, or if you're anybody, it's I, a terrible yeah. excuse. And I won't even take the time to go buy the cards mm-hmm. and handwrite the cards. But this CEO writes 9,200 birthday cards a year. That's amazing. For his employees. Beyond that, Mm -hmm. he sends out birthday or anniversary cards. If the employee's kids are sick and he knows about it, he'll Mm -hmm. send them a card. Oh, wow. So on top of 9,200, I mean, think of how many kids are getting sick. We have three and I feel like they're sick all the time. Yeah. They're not. It's not that bad. But... (laughs) You know, that's a lot of cards he's mm-hmm. writing. I think I figured out earlier that it was an average, just for the birthday cards, it was an average of 25 cards per day he's having to write. That's a lot. It is. And it says if you see him on an airplane, he's going to have a suitcase full of stationery, and that's what he's going to be doing is writing oh, wow. out the birthday cards. And um, he takes it with him on every trip so he can work on it. Mm-hmm. Um and he, it got started because in 1985, that's mm-hmm. how long he's been doing this. 19, wow. What is that? 20, 35 years? Yeah. 35 years he's been doing this He because his brother-in-law hired him. And he didn't want the people to think he was getting special treatment. So okay. he thought, well, what can I do to make okay. them feel special? Yeah. So he started writing the cards just thinking, well... People will come by and stop by and say thanks for the card. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And once they did that, then he was able to talk to them and so get, they to get to know him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And know that it wasn't mm-hmm. just because of special treatments, because he's got something to offer. Yeah. And so he's been doing this for, what, what did we just say, 35, 35 years? Yeah. It's a long time. And then he jokes in the article, it says he jokes that when they make acquisitions, he says, How many more people are we acquiring? Because <laughs> he's trying to figure out how many more cards he has to write. Uh, that's funny. That's funny. <laughs> So I, I think that that's a good thing. He says you can't, you know, forget about the human mm-hmm. element. You no. No, it's people that run your business. I mean, well, I guess we have all this technology that does does great things for us. I mean, it's truly nothing without a, a team of folks there to run it. Um, one of the biggest problems that companies have is, is keeping folks trained, right? Just, just keeping someone trained to do the job. Mm-hmm. And in every organization, the details the details are are, are different. Um, so if you've got a high turnover rate, I mean, my gosh, just think about how many hundreds and thousands of man hours you're spending retraining Training. folks. Whereas if you give back the human element mm-hmm. and you know try to connect with your employees and know what's going on in their lives. Yep. Um, he also said that if he learns about random acts of kindness being happening out mm-hmm. in the field. He'll, again, reach out in writing and send a thank you card to that employee for going above and beyond. And he says that a lot of his managers now have taken to giving cards and positive Mm -hmm. reinforcement to their employees. So it's leading by example. We've talked about that Mm -hmm. before on this podcast, Mm -hmm. top-down leadership. Um, So just this morning, we posted, we took a little video and posted on LinkedIn and Facebook. We haven't given people a whole lot of time, but 
You get some response pretty quickly. Yeah, we started looking at our schedules and said, oh, we got to record yeah. this podcast or we're going <laughs> to run out of time. So um, luckily I went ahead, you know, I don't know what's up with you guys on LinkedIn. Y'all don't like to respond a whole lot. You'll react to my <laughs> posts, but I don't get comments. So I need, you know, y'all didn't help me out on LinkedIn, but my Facebook friends did. Right. <laughs> um, one of my Facebook friends said that when she was 19 years old, she had a boss that really believed in her and gave mm -hmm. her the assistant manager's position. Okay. And that led to a 15 or so year Oh, wow. Management career because somebody believed in her at 19. So sometimes you don't believe in yourself, but having somebody else believe in you yeah. is, is a good it thing. It is. And then another friend just said a simple thank you for mm -hmm. your hard work. It doesn't go unnoticed. Yeah. Not anything special. And that's what Sheldon Yellen <laughs> says in his article. It doesn't even have to cost anything. You know, mm -hmm. you can get a folded piece of printer paper and say, hey, oh, we yeah. really appreciate what you no, do. It really doesn't. I mean, you know, what's the old phrase? You talk about the random acts of kindness. Like, what's the old phrase? Uh, inspect what you expect. Right? Yeah. So, but uh, it's the same thing with, you know, this, you can kind of look at it in that same frame of mind. Is If people know that they're being um, noticed or observed for certain things, they're more likely to either do it or not do it, depending on, you know, which the way the reward mm -hmm. is. And, I mean, I don't know how many shops... I. I I've been into where, man, things would just go a lot better if some of the leadership would just go through and and um, and, and praise guys for s the simplest things. But just hey, you know your area is clean. Like yeah. that's something that simple can really go a long ways. And some people all they need is that one little affirmation, and man, they're stuck with it. Yeah, and you know to connect this back to teaching because that's my experience. I always used to say praise in public, punish in private. Yeah. You know, and just as much as you can, build those kids or employees mm -hmm. up. Mm -hmm. And then when they do something wrong, take them aside privately yeah. and handle it. You know, I was uh, listening to a uh, podcast actually uh, just this morning. And, you know, they're talking about how in uh, this military uh, field manual from the 1940s, you know how they're talking about you really need to uh to get at the heart of your men and talking mm -hmm. about leadership so he made the point like this is during the depression this is you know everyone's ramping up for world war ii and we talk about how soft things are today but here you have this uh you know military field guide talking about you need to get at the hearts of your men you need to make sure that their emotional needs are cared for that their comfort is cared for well again it's like Maslow's hierarchy of needs, which I don't know yeah. how many people are familiar. We had to learn it and learn it and learn it for education. <laughs> well, give a but quick... it's, you know, if a kid's basic needs aren't met, they're not going to learn at school. No. You know, if a kid is hungry or doesn't have a place to sleep or doesn't know where dad is or, you mm -hmm. know, what any kind of those basic needs mm -hmm. aren't met, he's not coming to school to learn. No. Or she. Yeah. They're, they're <laughs> coming to school to get a meal at mm -hmm. lunch. Yeah. And, that's what they're coming for. Maybe a hug from their teacher. Yeah. And it's the same thing with your employees. That's why you've got to have, you know, you've got to be in touch with them and know what's going on. Have a pulse or a beat on your, yep. on your company and know what's going on. Because if something, somebody's got something going on, mm -hmm. they're not going to be as efficient for you. No. And, you know, you're not going to be able to fix everybody, but man, it sure would mean a lot if my boss came and said, Hey, mm -hmm. I know you're going through this right now. Right. Why don't you take a little time off? Yeah. And we're not going to dock your pay. Yeah. Just go home well, and rest for a little bit. I mean, take it even a even more simple example. I mean, that is still an awesome idea, but it's like, 
you know, what if your lunch just said, hey, let's, you know, your lunch, your, your boss just said, hey, let's go to lunch. And the purpose wasn't to talk about your performance at work. Mm-hmm. Like, the purpose was just to talk, like, just like people. Mm-hmm. No, uh, no agenda, just, just chat. You know, I think I, I commented on a, on your post, I, I commented on it, but I don't know if that counts. <laughs> um, you know, maybe not the most ideal example, but it really meant something to me is, you know, to get through college, I worked for, uh, for Best Buy. And I worked a, a suicide shift the day after Thanksgiving, which if anyone's worked retail, like, you know what they think day after Thanksgiving's like. And so I was there from 4 a.m. to like 10, 10 o'clock at night. And so uh, my boss, you know, as soon as the shift was over, he just took me to get a drink. I mean, it's, it's something simple. Yeah. But there was no, no motive. It's just like, you know, let's just go celebrate that. You know, it's just we're, we're done. Let's move on. Yeah, so I want to make it clear, and I said this in the video, we're talking about things outside of your sales goals, because, mm-hmm. or whatever Production the goals whatever are, is, yeah. you know, those are kind of your expectations, mm-hmm. and you've already got a reward set. We're talking about things that an employee has no idea is coming, mm-hmm. and it's just something special to make them feel special. Treat people like people, not units of production. Yeah. People are people. Yeah. And, and if they, they feel... Um, and you know, they feel welcome. They're gonna, they're going to stay there a lot longer. I mean, it's just that simple. We have a big problem in the marketplace today with people job hopping, right? Mm-hmm. They say that at any moment in time, one third of the uh, people in your team is currently looking for another job. Yeah, and you and see all scary. these memes on LinkedIn and Facebook about how people don't quit jobs; they quit bad bosses. Yeah. Or, you know, and it doesn't even have to be a bad boss. It just has to be like, I want to be recognized as a person, mm-hmm. not as a tool. Yeah. Kind of a thing. No, absolutely. I think that would go a long ways. And then, you know, because we talk about quality. So just imagine the impact this is going to have on your environment. Uh, I mean, absolutely. when you've got good people staying there, willing to put in the extra effort when it is needed and happy to do it. I mean, you're going to get so much better results out of these folks. Yeah, and I mean, I'm going to go back to education because it's what (laughs) I know. And I don't know what the teacher burnout rate is now. Um, I want to say it used to be maybe five to seven years. And it's the good teachers keep getting stacked with more work or Mm -hmm. the harder kids. Mm -hmm. And that could Mm -hmm. be behavior, Mm -hmm. academic, emotionally, whatever it is. But your classrooms get stacked and... I was actually, I haven't taught for six or seven years now, Um, but I felt like that. And Mm -hmm. I was recently talking to a teacher at, anyways, a teacher, Mm -hmm. and uh, (laughs) she was expressing the same thing, that it's, you just feel like when you do the good job, you get the harder work and the ones that don't do the good job. So why keep working? Yeah. Why keep working when you don't get recognitions, but instead you say, hey, you're doing a good job. Here's some more hard work for you. Right. Right. Well, I think in, in some ways it's a little more obvious in teaching because, mm-hmm. um, you know, well. And there's not a lot of ways. I mean, I don't want to turn this into an no. education pot, but it's harder in education mm-hmm. because there's not a lot of ways the boss can individually reward you because mm-hmm. they're on a budget. Right. But, uh, I mean, well, you, just, you said a couple uh, minutes ago, though, about, you know, you did a great job, so here's some more hard work. Yeah. Like, I mean, that's honestly kind of part of why I'm doing this business. It's because, like, well, if I'm just going to run everything, I 
might as well run everything. <laughs> I mean, you know, it, it really, it, it kind of works out that way sometimes, but it is true that the uh, the best performing folks in your team oftentimes get the hardest and most difficult assignments, which in and of itself is not a bad thing, but how you manage those expectations and how you keep up with those folks can make a huge difference. I was talking to a friend uh, yesterday, actually, and we're, we're talking about the fact that you know, some people really are that driven, motivated person that just wants to do the most and do the best and, you know, they're just going to push forward. And others are really just happy to sit there and do their job. Mm -hmm. You know, like uh, I recently connected with someone on, on LinkedIn that I knew from Best Buy. And she'd already been at Best Buy for like 10 years when I worked there. And so, you know, here she is at 20 years into her career, still doing the same job. But happy to do it. She's happy to do it. And you said that she even got promoted and said, yeah. no, I don't want that. I want to go back yeah. to this. Yeah, she got promoted and asked to move back down. Mm -hmm. And it, there's nothing wrong with that. Well, and I don't, you know, going back to education, <laughs> <laughs> like you get the hard kids. And you said it's how you work with them through those mm -hmm. difficult assignments. I was often criticized in how I was dealing with those hard kids mm -hmm. and getting Criticize. We'll just leave it at that. Um, my job was made more difficult. Mm -hmm. And I, I just wish, you know, somebody could have come and said, hey, I know you've got a really hard class and oh, I yeah. appreciate how hard you're working with them. Imagine what else could I offer you? How else can I support you in dealing yeah. with them? I, just imagine having that once or twice in a year. Mm -hmm. I mean, that in itself goes yeah. a long ways. And this guy's doing it for... You know, yeah. 10,000 plus times a year. Yeah, it's amazing. <laughs> so before we close out, I like the um, quote he has at the end of the article. He says, when leaders forget about the human element, they're holding back their companies and limiting the success of others. Amen. Focusing only on profit and forgetting that a company's most important asset is its people will ultimately stifle a company's growth. Amen. So you got to remember the people. You've got to have a beat on them and know what's mm -hmm. going on. Um, and, you know, I think there's, I started to say this earlier, there's a fine line between knowing what's going on in their life and getting too personal. It is. And, you know, but just recognize that they're people and they yeah. have stuff going on in their life too. No, definitely, definitely. I mean, it doesn't mean that you have to write, you know, 9,000 uh, birthday cards a year, but I actually love the, love the idea, but you do need to do something at least with your immediate team and with folks that stand out mm -hmm. in the rest of the organization. You got to do something. Yeah. So I, I like it. I love it. All right, guys. Thanks for listening. Thank you.